And just like that, it is a new week. Um, it's going to be a great one. I'll tell you that. But look, let's focus on something. Um, well, just random things for about 15 minutes. Everyone, I mean, you know what it is. It's the Monday morning commute. My name is John. And well, here's my thing. Um, I went to a jazz festival this weekend. Not just any jazz festival, right? The I believe it's the second oldest west of the Mississippi. First, before we get into that, I love the term west of the Mississippi. I feel like it was bigger maybe 50 years ago, but I feel like, because I, I think if I just said something, it was like, dude, it's the biggest uh, county fair west of the Mississippi or, or, um, dude, it's the, that is the biggest stack of pancakes west of the Mississippi. I feel like if I use anything that's kind of outdated, right? Like I feel like county fairs used to be big in the fifties. And if I just say it's the biggest west of the Mississippi, it's almost like, so, oh, that's believable. If I said, for example, this is the biggest um, Apple store west of the Mississippi, not like literally Apple's, but like technology, like Apple tech, like iPhone, this is the biggest Apple store west of Mississippi, I feel like that just draws immediate question marks. Question marks that I don't want to address, so I'm not going to use that. I feel like, for example, if I was just like, oldest barbershop west of the Mississippi, that works. If I said, this is the oldest California cuts west of the Mississippi, that's where we get a little confused. And I think that's where we're going to run into trouble. But nonetheless, I was at the oldest, sorry, the second oldest jazz festival west of the Mississippi. That works. That works. That's okay. It's appropriate. Um, it was a great time. It was a great time. I will say positive and negatives, right? Let's focus on the good first. Um, went with friends. Uh, it was free and it was a festival. You got your three Fs right off the bat. Friends, festival, free. When you have those three together, it's very hard not to enjoy yourself. Very hard not to enjoy yourself. Of course, look, sometimes that's just going to happen. Um, but that being said, um, I enjoyed myself. I had a good time. But there were some negatives. Um, and I think it starts like this. Look, the movie La La Land has ruined a lot of things for me. For better, I will say that. Um, but just the concept of jazz music, I really don't know a lot about jazz. I know I do enjoy it. I can maybe name five or six artists. So I don't want to come off like a jazz snob. I don't know it that well. I can't play an instrument. I like to, I like to put it on the background or maybe on the, in the morning, right, where I'm taking a shower. Um, I'll put on, you know, I'll put on something in the background. Maybe if I'm just chilling in my A shirt and boxer briefs and just kind of in some thoughts, not necessarily, the, excuse me, not necessarily my feelings, but my thoughts. If I'm just in my thoughts, I'll put on some music. Or if I'm just having some moonlight stream through my window as I'm trying to go to bed, there's no one's voice I want to hear besides Ella Fitzgerald kind of serenading me to sleep. So that's when I think it's appropriate. Then again, I just want to make, I don't know it that well. But La La Land painted a picture and almost over-romanticized any, any jazz, music, culture, whatever it might be. So when I hear the words jazz festival, I almost just immediately choose to omit the word festival just focusing on the J-A-Z-Z. Um, and when I hear that, I'm just thinking, look, I'm probably wearing um, some nice khaki slacks. Are they bell-bottomed? I don't think so. And I don't, I don't know if bell-bottomed slacks were a thing. Um, my collared shirt, it's it's like very tight at the body, but a very broad collar. Um, and I have product in my hair that I probably just reached into the motor of my car and got some sludge and slicked it back. That's what I'm thinking. And that's not what I got at this festival. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's 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 my it's my bad for setting this, the the expectations a little bit too high and not you know in what reality would that have actually been at a family friendly park? I don't think so. Um, 
and that's not to La La Land's fault. That's that's not to the festival's fault. That's just my fault. It's poor judgment. Um, okay, so there we go. I was a little in the, in that case a little disappointed. It wasn't that, and it's only now that I'm actually hearing myself talk about why I was disappointed that the jazz festival wasn't you know something out of La La Land. That I realize how how foolish I sound, um, but I stand by my word. And just another another thing. I don't know if the festival's planned specifically for this weekend, if they were forecasting possible, you know, weather patterns, but climate and temperature wise, it was fantastic. No complaints in that department, no complaints in that department. And I went on a Friday and it was lovely. A little, I almost, actually almost, I think I wore a flannel because it was a little too cold and I was kind of disappointed because I was trying to dress like Ryan Gosling going to this festival. I mean, obviously this before I experienced everything, but it was a little, it was almost, it was a nice breeze, right? Not too hot. And I'm saying that now, but you know, it is summer and, and things change. I've been eating a lot more popsicles. I touched on that earlier, but something I've noticed, um, today I was eating a popsicle and, um, the, the popsicles I just bought, they have jokes on them. Um, I feel like I could just say like, oh, I enjoy the jokes. Like I could just easily say that. And I don't think anyone would, you know, kind of pick their head up and like, what? He likes the jokes. Um, I, I, I think we're looking at jokes on popsicles a little differently because I think when, for example, you, you read the beginning part and you're eating it while you're eating the popsicle, what, what's the answer to be? I think it was like, what bird writes the most? Hmm. Okay. Well, I end up finishing the popsicle. Uh, The flavor was cherry. And the answer to the joke, to the riddle, whatever you want to call it was penguins, like the emphasizing the P E N. Um, I didn't, I didn't know that was the answer. I had no, I, I was going to say like a crow for some, I don't know why a crow was, it, I don't know why the crow would have written the most, but like I said, I, I didn't know. Um, and so after learning that I was incorrect and the fact that I really had no idea what it was going to be, I just did, I don't feel clever. I, I don't, I don't feel witty. And if there's one thing I definitely want you know, at least by the time I'm 45, I always want to feel clever and witty. Now, when to use those skills, that's up to me. But like, for example, if someone come, if someone asks someone else, they go, so who's this John guy? What's his deal? What's he about? Uh, What's his, like, come on, can you just break it down? He's, he's kind of like an enigma. And from this, I would love the other person to answer. I, oh my, I agree. He, he is an enigma, isn't he? Weird guy. Cool guy. Very, very nice, but kind of mysterious. I will say this though. I'm pretty sure he's half Greek. Um, and I, he's clever. I'll, I'll say that he's clever. He's clever. He's a clever guy. That's what I would like. Um, I think that'd be great if someone described me like that. I, I'm aware the word clever can, might have like a negative content. I'm not trying to like con anyone. I'm not trying to trick anyone, but like, if, for example, if we ever find ourselves in one of those, those it's like a, an escape room where you got to do something to get out, I would like to think people would invite me just because I'm, I'm clever enough. Very clever. Very clever. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that'd be, I think that's something, not only I could put on my resume, but I mean, hey, down the line, never hurts to be too clever. Or does it? We'll get into that later. But no, the, so, the, so these jokes on these popsicles. Um, I like. I remember Fruit by the Foot did a. They did a product where you could get like a tattoo on your tongue, and that was a big deal. Like people wanted it. 
but I'm eating these popsicles and, and I'm at the point in my life where if I'm having a popsicle, it's strictly for the utility value. I mean, we've discussed that if it's hot, I'm going to put it in my mouth, hopefully, you know, lower that internal temperature. I'm not paying attention to any ink that is written on the side of a wooden stick. And here's, and well, here's my thing. Why, why are they writing jokes on, like, do, do people actually laugh at these things? Is there, there must be some strategy, some goal they're getting at because I feel like you're just wasting money putting it. I would still buy the popsicles if they didn't have jokes on them. 100%. 100%. Also, I think, is that just another line of the factory they've got to go to get that stuff written on there? It seems like it's just, I don't know. In terms of, you know, the, the overall logistics of it, I feel like that adds at least five extra steps. What font are we going to use? What's the joke going to be? Also, I feel like I feel like these popsicle companies have legitimate joke divisions in the company, where you know maybe let's just think what's the name brand popsicle, right? I, I would not be surprised they have fifty people working on jokes, because I have been paying a little bit closer attention to my my recent uh, rack of popsicles. I think I got like eighteen, and in the rack, I'm going through my eighteen rack of popsicles, um, and I think out of out of the entire rack. There's not one sim like the, no joke is the same. They've got at least fifty people who are extremely clever working at Popsicle. I would think those people are in high demand salary wise. Are we pushing six figures? Well, let, let's just think about it this way. Let's say everyone's getting paid hundred thousand dollars, right? And you got fifty joke. That's fifty million. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. That's five million dollars. That is five million dollars that you could be putting into maybe new flavor development. New, have we looked at maybe partnering with LaCroix, getting a Pamplemousse popsicle? I'm just throwing things out there at this point. The point being, it's almost like when I have a popsicle on a hot summer's day, there is nostalgia that hits 100%. When I go back and look at myself in the mirror and my, my face is, excuse me, my mouth is bright red or purple, I, I can remember times where I'd be in Pleasant in California running around falling on the sidewalk and skimming my knee and then having a popsicle to make it feel better. Like I, I can remember that vividly. But when I look at a joke and it's something like, what's the best time of the week? And then I'm literally um, in my mind playing scenarios and I'm thinking, well, on Wednesday, once you get over the hump, you have a nice transition into Thursday, Friday. And then before you know that, it's the, it's the weekend. Ah, but what if, I, what if my week doesn't start on Monday? And what if my weekends are actually Monday, Tuesday? Well, then it'd be Sunday. Okay, okay. I mean, is it the middle of the week? What about Friday? When am I getting my pay? Okay, okay. Is it a holiday break? And I factor in all these equations, right? Daylight savings time, la da da da. Um, and then I and then I finish the popsicle and I see that the answer was the weekend. And then I'm like, what? I'm not that clever. I don't, you know, there's no nostalgia there for me. I don't think at any point in my life I've ever been able to nail the jokes in these popsicles. And I can confidently say, I don't think that's going to be a reality that I live in. I, I can see myself, you know, at a family reunion, right? Um, and someone just brings like five racks of popsicles, like five 18 racks. And me and all the little cousins are swarming it. Um, let's say I'm 45 at this point, and some of the adults for some reason just don't go for the popsicles. I don't know why they wouldn't, but I just picture myself eating a popsicle um, around the reunion. Uh, you know, I've got some of my, my nieces and nephews, some cousins. They're all, you know, we'll, we'll range it from 7 to 21, and they all know the jokes on the popsicle stick, but then me, the elder, feeling like I should be intellectually superior 
is unable to come up with the correct answer to the to the joke or riddle that is, what do you put on a cut? Of course, I'm going to say, well, I think Neosporin, uh, maybe, I don't know, Bacitracin. And then the answer is a Band-Aid. And then I look like a fool in front of everyone. Uh, I, so let me put this way. I don't want, I'm not asking to get these jokes removed because um, I don't like them. No, hey, let's just, look, look, let's just run up the numbers real quick. How much money is being put into this? I'm sure we can say that maybe you put it elsewhere. You don't need those joke writers. I'll tell you that. They're already clever enough. They're probably being annoying and trolling you in the office with their small jokes. Can you imagine how, can you imagine walking in on Monday and you go and you clock in a nice two and a half hours, you get up, go to the water cooler. And as you get up from the water cooler, you see someone in the joke department is going as well. And you kind of slow down your walk because you don't want to have to talk with them at the water cooler. But they do as well because they want to tell you a joke that they just wrote. So you're going there, you're filling up the water. Um, and the man from the joke department comes up and he says, hey, John, how are you doing? And you say, good, how are you? And he says, good. And, he, and then he asks you the question, why was the doctor so calm? And you think maybe, I don't know, lighter workload, uh, things going on in the hospital and at home. Um, I don't know, maybe he's just happy. And then, and then the man from the joke department says, no, because he had patience. And then I'm thinking, oh, patience, that's good. He's working on himself, self-improvement. And oh my gosh, you mean like people. And then I crunch the water cup, walk back to my desk and the rest of the day is ruined. Pop school, I could be saving you a lot of those moments. Everyone, look, here's my thing. Monday morning commute. Um, let's get to work. Let's embrace it. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's have some let's let's have some quote unquote me time as well, everyone. My name is John, um, and this was the Monday Morning Commute podcast. Ultimately, look here's my thing. Till next time.